Hey, there, welcome back to another episode of Magicast.ai. I'm your host, and I'm here to take you on a fun and fascinating journey into the world of Byzantine administration. Now, I know what you're thinking, administration? That sounds as exciting as watching paint dry. But trust me, my friends, today we're going to uncover the hidden magic behind the Byzantine administrative system. It's going to be a wild ride, so buckle up and let's dive in. So, what exactly was Byzantine administration? Well, my curious listeners, imagine a thousand years of bureaucracy. Yep, you heard me right. The Byzantine Empire had an administrative system that was so complex and intricate, it could make your head spin faster than a Sufi dancer. But fear not, because I'm here to guide you through this Byzantine maze with a big ol' smile on my face. Now, in addition to those important officials, let's talk about honorific titles. Oh, the grandeur. The Byzantine emperors loved handing out fancy titles like Oprah giving away cars. You get a title. And you get a title. Everybody gets a title. Okay, maybe not everybody, but you get the idea. These titles were a status symbol, awarded to those who had earned the emperor's favor or were part of the imperial family. One of the highest titles was the Basilius Autocrator. It's like a super combo title for the emperor, acknowledging their political power. It's kind of like being the MVP of the empire, a real power player. Oh, and did you know that the first foreigner to be called Sebastocrator was Stefan Nemanjic of Serbia? Talk about breaking barriers. But wait, there's more. We've got titles like Nobilissimos, Protonobilissimos, and even Protonobilissimo Hypertatos. That last one just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? These titles evolved over time, with the Comnenian period bringing a whole new array of variations. It's like they were playing a Byzantine version of Mad Libs with these titles. And let's not forget about the Magistros, the Magister Officiorum who started out as one of the most senior officials but eventually became just a title. I guess it's like being the captain of a sinking ship, huh? Oh, and did I mention the vests? It's a senior honorific title, first attested under John I Simisks. No, it's not related to the imperial wardrobe, despite what you might think. It's like having a VIP pass to the Byzantine party. Now, let's change gears for a moment and talk about titles for foreigners. Yep, they had their own special titles too. We've got Pinkerns, the emperor's cupbearer turned senior honorific title. Can you imagine serving drinks to the emperor and then being called a Pinkerns? Talk about a promotion. And let's not forget about the Katapano, the governor of a greater area combining two or more themes. It's like being the boss of bosses, the big cheese overseeing multiple regions. Don't mess with the Katapano. Now, my dear listeners, I could go on and on about all the other titles, but I'm running out of time. Just know that the Byzantine administrative system was a comical mix of bureaucracy and grandeur. It was like a Monty Python skit combined with a royal parade. In conclusion, the Byzantine administrative system may have been complex, but it definitely had its own magical charm. I hope you enjoyed this wild ride through Byzantine administration, filled with titles that even the longest tongue twisters would envy. That's all for today's episode of Magicast.ai. I hope you had as much fun listening as I did delivering this podcast. Stay curious, my friends, and keep exploring the magical wonders of history. Until next time, this is your cheerful host signing off with a big.